Did you dab? I dab. I dab. Cannabis Live Network.com. Did you dab? Did you dab? Stop saying dab. 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 Let's dab. Welcome back to Extractly, the show dedicated to bringing you all the hottest news and reviews of cannabis extracts, edibles, and concentrates. So fire up your torches, grab your rings, and get ready for another episode of Extractly. Well, hello out there, Internet land. Yeah. I think that we'd like to welcome you to our very first episode of Extractly. The Extractly. Show, the show about extracts and concentrates and oils and... and tech and absolutely. cannabis in general and every well, little bit that, you know, you could be interested in, we're going to mm -hmm. try and talk about. Dabbing, edibles, whatever. All things reefer with a pinpoint on ex extracts, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talk a lot about flour, I guess, uh, on, on, we're going to, you know, have a lot of conversations about what goes into those extracts, but, um, you know, that's just part of, part of the conversation, right? The flour makes the extract. So mm -hmm. we're excited to bring this to you. I think it's a new thing that, uh, you know, is, is a lot of people now are moving over to the concentrates and, and it's definitely a lot of excitement about the technology. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's just the new wave of marijuana intake and we're interested. We, it's in, uh, I mean, the time of prohibition is ending and mm -hmm. this is the time for us to one, get educated and help educate people. So, uh, mm -hmm. we decided to come up with this podcast. We have a beautiful place to do it and yeah. backers and, you know, why not, you know? We're here in the Jade Maple Studios in Vancouver. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm mostly excited to get these basement scientists out into the open yeah. so they can yeah. share what they're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. and put their passion behind it and Absolutely. actually get some... Uh, consensus on everything yeah there's some real knowledge out there and it's time to start that conversation right because a lot of people have differences of opinion we should introduce ourselves yeah, so let's we start keep with you saying, we keep saying it's our podcast but yeah. we haven't said who we are um well my name is something but i'm going to be going by <laughs> vapor trails on this because of the stigma of everything mm -hmm. uh, maybe later in life later in this podcast we'll get to the point where demask all yep. will demask or whatever but for now my name is vapor trails uh it's an ode to the hip uh, that mm -hmm. was before the news, but now that the news, you know, yeah. has uh, happened, it's even more an ode to them. And I think there's a Rush album, so it's an ode to Canadian music. Canadian CanCon in general. <laughs> um, I'm here because I've been a cannabis enthusiast since 98. Uh, I smoked it for the first time, and I never looked back. It's just enhanced my life. It's made, I've gotten into a lot of social situations. I would have never seen before. I met a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And uh, now that extracts have come out, like I've always been a big fan of rolling and smoking a joint with my friends because I love the art of rolling. I love the, mm -hmm. I love smoking flour, but you know, I did my first dab last year sometime and it obviously blew my mind as it does most <laughs> yeah, cannabis absolutely. enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I got introduced to like what good extracts are and I've started getting really interested in it. And then um, I, I got told stuff about how the community, you know, like the, it's not just extracting for the sake of getting higher. It's extracting for the sake of science, mm -hmm. taking all the different cannabinoids from the cannabis plant and, um, you concentrating know, them. concentrating them yeah. and, and seeing what they do for medical and recreational purposes. And, to me, that's very exciting, and I want to learn about it. I want to, I want to teach people about mm -hmm. it, and I love talking to people. And everybody that I've met in the industry right now 
in the extra community, it's really a community. They mm -hmm. really are open. Mm -hmm. they, they like to talk to each other, and I love that yeah. sense of community. Oh yeah. So I just want to be a part of it, and this is my way, being a host on Extractly. They, they really are not competitive. That is a, that's one of the coolest things about the extractors. I find growers are a lot more hermity that way. Mm -hmm. You know, they they kind of like they don't want to share their secrets. Hush hush about their exactly. secret, secret stirring techniques. Yeah, yeah. But the but the extractors, man, they are they are really cool about that. They're very cooperative. What about you, Big Smoke? Yeah, uh, I am Big Smoke. I've uh, been smoking since about 99, I think, maybe 2000. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure it was 99. It was 99, because I think if I wasn't there the first time you smoked, the second or third time I was yeah, definitely, definitely there. Definitely. <laughs> um, maybe not participating, but mocking. Oh, no, I was smoking back then. A little right, bit, a little way. bit. Was I was never into it. Yeah. Since about 99. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, I got into the extracts maybe about a year and a half, two years ago, and then he more heavily in the last year or so. And uh, you were the first guy I knew who was dabbing. Yeah, yeah. It yeah wasn't, you introduced it wasn't both myself and Vapor Trails. I don't even remember where I got it to begin with because I, I wasn't going mm -hmm. to dispensaries at the time. It must have been some sketchy dude somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, perhaps a mic or something. It kind of changed, changed yeah. the game for me, man. <laughs> it like did. it was yeah. like back in the day. I'd find myself losing it, getting mm -hmm. the giggles and everything. And uh, it is. It's like the first time you got stoned. It, yeah, it, it very yeah. much is. And. Uh, yeah, just uh, since getting into it, you know, oh, this stuff's awesome. I get the cheap stuff and it's great. And then you start learning what's going into it and how mm -hmm. people are processing it and what might be left in it, what might be put into it. Mm -hmm. And you, you, got, you find a bit more about the uh, industry and you uh, be able to find, uh, or sorry, uh, what am I looking for? What's the words I'm looking for here? Uh, like identify the the higher quality stuff versus yeah, the lower quality stuff. Yeah, how to tell what becomes sensitive and, to it. Yeah, and uh, it makes a big difference. Yeah. And I, I've since we've been we're a couple episodes in when we're recording this. Since I've been here, I've learned so much about not just the science behind it, but the uh, the, the business side mm -hmm. of it. How how people are are doing what they're doing, and mm -hmm. I I think it's great. Just at the very least, we're taking the sketchy dudes off the street mm -hmm. that are selling to who, whatever to whoever will take it, mm -hmm. and we're putting it in a store so that you don't have all these people who want weed, and this guy also has some yeah some sketchy this and that, yeah. and you don't know what he maybe dribbled some of that uh, mm -hmm. uh, fentanyl or something on there. Who knows, right? Yeah. But uh, oh, I've heard some horror stories about uh, horror stories, yeah. and and I can't believe the government is trying to keep it. Back on the streets. On the streets yeah, for right now. Yeah. Like, put the drugs back on the streets. Yeah. That's what we need. We need more drug dealers in Vancouver. Yeah, that, all that's... These, all these dispensaries with their we, clean storefronts. We can't trust these stores that we want to regulate to sell, to not sell to kids. The dudes on the streets will do that yeah. for us. Absolutely. Guy on a moped, he's always trying to... again, I went off on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah, you did. But, you were introducing yourself. Uh, but yeah, Big Smoke, 99, 2014 maybe, my first dab. and Yeah. Yeah, it's a game changer. I mean, and with all that we've been learning about with the the extractors we've been talking to, the various ways you can pick different strains and mm -hmm. different, not even strains, but like high CBD, mm -hmm. low CBD, mm -hmm. whatever, like to get you what you need when you need it. Yeah. Like not just from getting high perspective, but from terpenes, a, all kinds from, of stuff. From yeah. a medical perspective, yeah. even it's. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy to be here and being able to share this with people. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that uh, people are going to have an opportunity to uh, participate with us. You know, send us emails, questions, right? Mm -hmm. And we can ask them directly to the makers. The Twitter sphere. So, yeah, please. I'm new to that. That is slightly, slightly intimidating to me. So we'll oh, see what happens. God. Yeah, well, it's 2016. You shouldn't be intimidated by Twitter. <laughs> by Twitter. <laughs> 
Well, I'll introduce myself. Uh, my name's Ian, and uh, I, I am with... Gear, people. <laughs> my name's Ian. I'm the executive director of the Cannabis Growers of Canada, and uh, we are an organization that represents a lot of the extractors that you're going to be meeting on the show, uh, and that's part of the reason why I'm doing this. I think it's important that um, we inform and educate the consuming public about what uh, goes into your extracts and what to look for and, uh, you know, how, who's working on tested product and high-quality stuff, and... Uh, we're excited to share that with you. Welcome to Extractly. Yeah. The podcast about extracts, oils, shatters, butters. Rigs, nails, everything tinctures. to do with extracts and concentrates. Anything to do with dabbing. Anything yeah, to do anything with dabbing. Anything to do with dabbing. Yeah. Because and we feel like people should know more about it. Yeah. Because it's out there and it really kind of showed up pretty quick. And now it's everywhere, and you know, not everybody knows how yeah. awesome an extract can be. I mean, uh, you, you big smoke over here. You were the first one I know of that, that was dabbing in, in my personal circle. Uh, I remember you got that that first rig, and I had no idea. I do idea. remember that. I had no idea what was yeah, going my little, on. My little bubbler. I, I remember it hurt, and I fell over, and I took a nap, and then I woke up five minutes later and thought, Oh my God! It's like the first time I hit a joint. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. is amazing. It's like, it's like back in the right day, yeah. sometimes. Oh, that was fantastic. Um, so yeah, we're we we're three dabbing enthusiasts, and we thought that uh, given um, the fact that this has really taken over the market, I mean, any of if, of our dispensaries with CGC, they'll tell you like fifty percent of the of the stuff that the they sell these days are, yeah. are are extracts of one kind or another. Well, so it's, I, I find that it's just a much more uh, controllable sort mm -hmm. of thing, mm -hmm. right? Because you really know what you're putting into it. And what you're getting, like what if you, you get out of it. If you go to the right supplier, and of that's course, something that we're going to talk about on this but show. That's why we're here. We're going to try Absolutely. and point people in the direction of the right suppliers, yeah. the the ones who care the most about your mm -hmm. high and your health. Yeah, right. making an educated decision. We as could a call consumer. it your high and your health. That's yeah. a good name for the podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, this is going to be like the Colbert Report where they got all those segment mm -hmm. names. Uh, but uh, that's a really big deal uh, that, that we're going to try to educate people on is, is how to identify quality extracts, what mm -hmm. to ask questions mm -hmm. about, what, how to, to kind of avoid the pitfalls that can be dangerous products. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, it doesn't have to be one of my members. I'm not going to give you a brand name. I mean, every week we can review a shatter that I think is phenomenal. But yeah. they all have something in common, which is clarity, well-purged, mm -hmm. taken care of. So we're going to talk about I assume that. we're going to learn a lot doing this, too. I think so. Probably. We're going to have guest speakers coming in and, and sharing mm -hmm. their knowledge. Um, some of the, the best extractors that in, in the business right now are, are people that I've been uh, talking to a lot lately, and they're all really excited about this. So I think they're going to come in and, and share some stuff with us, which should be pretty fantastic. Um, so to start with, uh, I wanted to give it a shout out to um, the kind of initial sponsor of our show, um, e Executive Vape. They provided us with a really nice Made in Canada vaporizing, or excuse me, not vaporizer, e-nail um, that's heating up our rig here in the studio. Um, like I said, it's manufactured uh, here in British Columbia. And, this is um, huge bluffs. Yeah, it's in, really nice. In our opinion. Absolutely. But more, even more importantly, um, the, the titanium spikes that you can get with them that are fitted to their e-nail are not made in China, which is a huge mm. issue. If you mm. go online and you read reviews about spikes and, and what to look for mm -hmm. in a nail, people say, don't you know? Avoid the Chinese titaniums. You can't trust it. Well, a lot of people well, just think, "Hey, it's metal. Exactly. It? Hey, it's metal. I'll just use it, and then you, you never. Don't you don't find it. out you don't exactly. Know what fumes are coming off of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're mm -hmm. going for a shatter, you tend to be going for something as pure and as clean as possible. Exactly. Little, you don't want to be yeah. getting these extra yeah. harmful mm -hmm. fumes. Generally, and flavors. Mm -hmm. If you're ingesting stuff into your lungs and body, you should be. Thinking doing about what your you're doing. Research, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Make and smart choices, people. Sometimes it's tough when you're in the in the dabbing game mm -hmm. and you just want to do dab, but 
I'd say I'd say it's always worth doing it right the first time, and then you're good to go. Yeah, so well, this particular to, uh, this particular unit from from Nick is um, it's retails for for 250. I did want to talk though about the spike in particular. This is why we're talking about the titanium. Um, that's actually manufactured from um, salvaged titanium from the Boeing factory in Spokane. He yeah. takes it home at night and he mills it himself. So it's 100% recycled, uh, but air-grade air uh, titanium, so it's mm -hmm. safe to use. I mean, you can see we've only used this thing a couple times here in the studio, and it's already got this beautiful purple rainbow color that you get with good quality titanium. So uh, check him out. <coughs> He's at e-nail.ca, uh, and you know, support your local manufacturing. Mm -hmm. So and with that, thank you from all of us. Yeah, for absolutely. Providing the rig. Thank you very a, much, it's Nick. It's a beautiful, tiny. Oh yeah, it's, it's the, a the smallest, crazy small box. I've yeah. never seen one that small. They're usually the, the half the size of a VCR. Yeah, probably this thing's twice the size. By phone. one inch what? by one inch. Well, it's and the other real, the other cool thing, I mean, Nick's getting a lot of free publicity out of this. But the other cool well, thing about it is, if when you turn it off, um, the temperature gauge stays on and it'll count down, and so it tells you when it's safe to pull off because it'll oh, show you nice. the current temperature. So you see, I've turned it off, and now it's going to start counting. You should probably down. turn that back. I'm you said this is a, a local company too. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I like about, it, especially with. Uh, Marijuana-related devices yeah. is if they're local, you can get them fixed on warranty yep. still because you exactly. don't have to mail them over borders. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just Getting I just your stuff local is just safer right now. As yeah, things most are changing, the world hasn't changed. Yeah, things yet, are changing, but most of the world is still illegal. So. I, I just got my volcano repaired, and I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about them because they ended up taking care of it. But it's having a to fine having product, ship it, but it it's was a great just product. But having hassle. to ship it, having to, I had to go to the the, the head shop that I got it at because they had, were the ones who took care of it for me, and it was this huge pain in the ass. Uh, and they ended up doing a good job about it, but but it was just you know it's so much nicer if you can go down the street like Craig is saying. Let's dab. Yeah, let's dab. So what we're working with today is. A uh, shatter that comes from uh, one of our first extractor members, uh, Scotty at Skunkbro, excuse me, Skunkbeard, and uh, <laughs> getting his old name and his new name mixed up. And uh, he's provided us with a, uh, a space monkey, which is uh, a not terribly common but delicious indica strain. Um, and so I'm really excited to try this. So is that the name of the flower, Space Monkey? Space and just Monkey, named yeah. it right after that? Yeah. I've never heard of the Space Monkey strain, yeah. so it's kind of exciting. It's, and we're doing an indica. Yeah, it's an indica. A Space Monkey is apparently a hybrid of a, a Wookiee and a, oh, what was it, a Gorilla Glue. That's what it is. It's well, a, that sounds like a Space Monkey to me. Yeah, absolutely. That's a um, name. You know, for all the kids out there that don't know, Indica, we say in the couch. So yep. the indica is puts the type the that mm -hmm. the type that puts you in the couch. And if we were doing a sativa, that's more of your your head thinking. Eyes. You're gonna so write some poetry. Most likely going to uh, this is and, and the nice get thing about chillaxed after this. the nice thing about Scotty stuff is um, uh, all the skunk beer uh, uh, concentrates you'll find have a, a, a familiar taste to them because of the, his technique, and that's a. Um, well, I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll do mine first, and then I'll see what you guys feel. It's like uh, don't spoil the flavor for other people. But as Ian's dabbing here, I want to just let everybody know that we're doing our dabs at 800 degrees um, on an e on the email we previously mentioned, and the uh, rig that we're using is a double chambered bong. Yeah. So um, you know, just just for those kind of stars who really want to know what's going on. Yeah, and and uh, as soon as you said uh, 800 degrees, everyone who's really into dabs on the on the who's listening to this just freaked out because that is I'm very is there unusual. A difference here? Uh, no, they're the same one. 
That's a really unusual thing to do your dabs that hot. I actually even sometimes do mine at 850. Um, that's considered scorching it. People will do them as low as 640. I find... Don't worry about no, it. Let's put it on the table and then we'll take worst. your time. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. Uh, people, people are really uh, into doing the long, slow, low dabs with the card cap. I hate that personally. I like running them quick and shot, like a, like doing a shot, right? It's just like mm -hmm. doing a shot versus mm -hmm. sipping your whiskey. Um, I, I think that I just found that when I used to do them at lower temperatures, I'd have to like kind of nurse massage it them. along yeah, yeah. and massage it, and I'd rather just be like, yeah, boom, exactly. Good day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm used to a torch. You know, I don't have to wait for this. Yeah, no, it's it's this is, this email, is right? the kind of stuff that we're going to be, uh, you know, obviously we're going to be looking for feedback from people who mm -hmm. listen. And, uh, you know, if you want to talk to us about why you don't do your dad's at 850 or 800, we're willing to hear that. And like I said, I think it'll be a learning experience for us as well. So, you know, I'm looking forward to feedback from the, the people out there who share our love of dabs. Mm -hmm. As Big Smoke is discovering, when you have a nice quality uh, concentrate like this, the coughs and the burn that you get, that's that's really where it's coming from. It's the quality of the product as opposed it's to... It's nice. I, Why don't you guys... I, I tend to cough quite a lot mm -hmm. when I use a torch at home. On a, I recently upgraded from a little bubbler to my big old mm -hmm. bubbly bong. And uh, it got quite a bit smoother, I noticed, with the bigger bong. I think it's the more water in the bottom mm -hmm. and, it makes a, huge and difference. a bigger uh, chamber inside because yep. you get more oxygen with it while yep. you're actually taking the pull i noticed a huge difference mm -hmm. from my little my, my little one takes maybe a tablespoon of water like it's and you cough all the time oh, right? i cough so yeah. much I, it, i've gone down quite a bit and this is like smoke and air i yeah. mean it's fantastic because you, you both hit it now like oh well we're waiting for you i don't okay. want to no spoiling here but here I, I completely agree vapor with you trails. that uh vapor trails is doing his hit now I completely agree with you, uh, Big Smoke, that um, the, the amount of water and the size, I would recommend people upgrade to bigger and bigger pieces because mm -hmm. I'm finding that when I take a really hot hit on mine, I don't get any kind of scorching uh, just because the, the volume of water cools it down instantly. Well, let me ask you, I've been uh, this is a little off topic maybe, but I recently got a quartz bowl. Mm -hmm. I found initially that every hoot I took just tasted like garbage, terrible, chemical, <laughs> like the worst like, dabs I'd ever tasted. And... Uh, uh, I found, I did a little research online and it said it was because it's easy to overheat them. <coughs> yes. Make it like 10,000 degrees. Yes. Not, you know, a lot of, yeah. way too hot and uh, yeah, it just scorches the bejesus uh, out I, of it. But uh, I, yeah, I couldn't get used to it. I didn't like it. I all went back the, to titanium. Uh, all the dab nerds that I've been around lately have been, um, uh, they heat up the quartz really hot and then they drop the heat for like 30 seconds and they just leave it to cool and then they do their dab and that's exactly why. My only problem with that though was... Uh, I found as I'm torching it to heat it back up because it was a cup style one mm -hmm. uh, that you got a lot of buildup at the top of the cup above the uh, hole. Mm, yes. And uh, it just smoked like crazy when yeah. I was torching it. And I didn't, don't want that in my place. No, so absolutely. We, uh, I yeah, retired it, went back to the yeah. titanium. So let's talk about this taste. Pineapple. That's what I get on that finish, right? Yeah. Like a really strong yeah. pineapple sweet, taste. Sweet, fruity. And, yeah, and it's sweet and fruity and it's was really smooth mm -hmm. yeah, and all smooth. of scotty's skunk beard ones have that pineapple finish in one way or another and that's what i love so well, much we'll about. see about that well yeah i mean we got another what, what other product here i'm actually um, not sure which one this is well we got the uh, no the, well let's talk about the space monkey because sure know, well let's keep here. going on about that but yeah um yeah i i think that uh, i mean it definitely feels like an indica to me yeah i've had other dabs hit me really fast mm -hmm. and this i'm still waiting on you're taking your time we'll have another but, one um no, no, I'm, no, this is the whole point. We're reviewing it for the people, right? So we're doing just your regular average dude-sized dabs and seeing what they do to us. Well, I mean, you dude-sized. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, average vapor spray. Uh, average vapor trail uh, dabs there. Yeah. 
Well, well, I mean, look, the, the reality is that uh, if I was at home and I wasn't stoned enough, I'd do another dab. So yeah, if, if this is how I feel. You know, yeah, if, that's you know, I find Ted's uh, indicas, no, for me at least, tend to kick in a bit quicker. Absolutely. Uh, uh, sativas tend to be a bit he heady. I go, out, I go out and then try to participate in life and it gets a little bit more interesting. Yeah, you say something and you're like, that's not the words that meant to English. Well, it's funny. <laughs> I think my tongue got another half size bigger yeah. right now. It's funny that you say that because I haven't smoked anything all day mm -hmm. for the purposes of this podcast. Really? And I feel like this space monkey is is heady right now. Mm -hmm. First, right now it's starting to hit me in the head. Well, you're probably and regulating like, now, right? You're probably getting your natural great. Ca cannabinoids <laughs> up to where they should be. Yeah. Feels great. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. fantastic. I, I, I um, think that there are few pleasures for... It's potent, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I think there are a few yeah. pleasures for, for a stoner more than a good dab. It's just so nice, and the, it's all about the taste and the sensation. There's no smoke. Your hands don't smell bad. You're not fumbling with papers. I've, it's just boom. Recently, I, I've got I've almost phased out smoking yeah. uh, like uh, flowers. Or but uh, oh, if I smoke, it tends to be a blunt. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy me a good blunt. Yeah. Big smoke. So like that's almost like a tradition thing for you, right? Because you yeah, grew up with it. And it's the know? flavor. I don't smoke cigarettes, so I get the tobacco yeah. bit as well. I enjoy a cigar every now and again, but like that's a couple a year. But, uh, yeah, I've definitely noticed since I've been uh, smoking the shatters more that I, uh, my lungs feel clear. Like, I, mm -hmm. don't, I don't cough as much in the, like, in the mornings mm -hmm. to, like, oh, that's clear absolutely, myself out. And, I mean, th this is the thing about, about vaping in general in all of its many forms, whether it be shatter or, or just flower in a volcano, is that it's just so much healthier. Oh. I mean, it almost completely eliminates the whole health risk of THC, you know, argument, right? Like, whatever, never mind the fact that smoking weed isn't really that bad for you, but whatever argument they had left is just gone, right? And that it's so harmless at this point. It's like, what's the big deal? Yeah, you know, you say pineapple, about. I just did another dab mm -hmm. of that stuff, you say pineapple, and I get where you're, where you get the pineapple, because there is a little bit of fruitiness mm -hmm. to it, but I find that Keep in mind, we the are flavor all fruit of... Juice right yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, the, I think that could be what it is, right? That makes you say pineapple because I I feel like the flavor that I get most out of most weeds are different sort of pines. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this tastes sort of like more of a cedary pine. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? That's interesting you say that because I was thinking I was about to object and said like no, no, because all the people at the uh, I was at the, when when I picked this up I was at the uh, a friend's well, the um, second dab. Actually, I'm going to anonymize where I was for the, the purposes of legal protection. But I was I was collecting the sample from Scotty at, at, a, at a place, yeah. and some of the other people that were around were all commenting how they love Scotty's skunk beard products and, and you know how the pineapple taste that they find mm. symbolic of him. And I was about to tell you, Vapor Trail, you're wrong because, <laughs> man, you're wrong because because uh, everyone agreed with me. But then yeah. I remember they were all fucking drinking mango juice. So <laughs> maybe that's just mango juice makes this shit taste like that. Yeah, well, no, because I mean, your, your flavor is... Oh, that that big... Don't die, man. <laughs> <laughs> big smoke just went big. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is actually really smooth. Oh, it is totally. It's, I mean, it's incredibly smooth. smooth. Well, I yeah. feel like part of the coughing for us is also because we do it at 800 degrees. Like oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, no. but then I don't want That's what I'm saying. Even at this heat, it's Screw considerably it's smoother incredible. than not with my torch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a fine product. <coughs> as you can tell, as the, as the conversation slows and we get yeah, more dabbed. Yeah. And you get more thoughtful and philosophical. So, what to look for in a good in a good extract? There's nothing wrong with a butter or a shatter. You don't. There's no. 
people have hot takes about you know how shatter is obviously better because butter is an accident or whatever. But I, I've like I've loved some delicious butters in my time. Mm. But when you're talking about shatter, what you want to look for something that looks like um, like candy, almost like a caramel or a stained glass. I always said it looked like almost like a stage glass. Yeah, exactly. Like a like yeah. candy glass. Exactly, candy glass, and and um, it'll have um, naturally occurring Swiss cheese holes in it. And the reason you're looking for that is because those holes in it, you don't want to see bubbles trapped inside. That's a bad sign. You want to see open Swiss cheese holes that go all the way through because that means that it's been purged correctly. And to explain what that means, when you're making an extract, what you do is you use a solvent to melt it off of the plant, right? So you, you put it in alcohol and use the alcohol to melt it off, or you put it in butane and use butane for, for a lot of the extractors. Whatever you use, you want to make sure that all of that nonsense is out of there before you sell it, right? So you, you lay it flat on a table or a tray, excuse me, and you put it in an oven and, and make sure that the air is circulating and all of that stuff will, will evaporate out over time and it'll be left pure and, and perfectly safe and delicious. But you have to do that for like a good hundred hours at least. So what mm -hmm. you want to look for is the ones that have been properly purged like that. That's a nice safe shatter that you don't need to worry about any nonsense in there. Um, now that's half the story. The other half is where, the, where does the flour come from? So you want to make sure that your, sh your shatter makers are, are good, have a good reputation for that because they're the ones who are going to be buying the good quality flour, paying premium for it. And that's the stuff that's been uh, purged. There's no pesticides. There's no farm, uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> no, keep I, going, man. Keep going. I'm high as fuck. Um, you're, you're doing it. Yeah, no, no it, pesticides yeah. or no, uh, uh, the one that makes plants grow. That's the word I'm looking for. Fertilizers. Fertilizers. Yeah. I, it was an F word, I couldn't remember. <laughs> the ones that make plants Fertilizers. Grow. <laughs> anyway, uh, you want to clean all that shit out of there and, and uh, before, you, before you expose a solvent to it, because if you put there's pesticides in there, now it's just yeah. full of pesticides. Yeah. So um, those are the two things you look for in a shatter. And um, anyone in the game right now who's doing good quality work either tests all of their stuff across the board for you, it's already been analytically tested, or if you ask them to, they will. So if you're in a dispensary and you don't know, ask, has this shatter been analytically tested? Did you get the report? If they can't tell you yes, you ask the dispensary owner to ask the, the, the provider. That's how this works. You've got you to make sure you're, you're making informed decisions about your product because there's good people and there's bad people. Well, it's like having an ingredients label on a, exactly. something you buy to eat. Exactly, yeah. right? And, and you know, unfortunately... Well, and until, it's, until it's fully legalized and has yep. been through a system, you can't trust. We're, we're working on to, that. You have to take care of your, yeah. yourself. Most, most of these people are making really good quality work, right? Yeah, I mean, there's sure. nothing well, wrong with you that. you can taste it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, stuff right now, ridiculous. you can taste oh. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I'm so... Cleanly high, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, not coughing, not you don't feel coughing. Dizzy, There's no yeah. weird drowsiness or yeah. anything. Don't it's feel just like, like heavy in your chest. Up. Yeah, you don't feel heavy. It's just yeah. great. But but most of them are doing good quality work. It's just that we need to to all kind of encourage good habits and make informed decisions for ourselves, right? So. I mean, our CGC code of conduct, they all agree to do all those things. So any of our member dispensaries, they'll be able to provide those tests for you if you want them. But the point being that the consumer needs to know what the difference is. This is why you're being mm -hmm. asked to pay a little bit more, right? Some of these guys, they charge $50 a gram for their good stuff, right? Yeah. You gotta be willing to pay for that, right? You gotta be willing to pay for that because that's the analytical testing. That's the good quality bud. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like if you wanna keep your lungs healthy, Pay people to do good work. Yeah. You know, like it just—it's a reasonable price. Trust me, I've been to their farms. I, I've been to their factories. Mm -hmm. They're not—they're not living like kings, people. They're just middle-class farmers. You know, yeah. that's all they're trying to do. So pay for good work. 
That's my little rant for the day. <laughs> right. Yeah, the one. The one rant yeah, for the, the day, one yeah. rant for the day. That... <laughs> so this is... Shut up. Space Monkey is uh, some pretty good shit. Space Monkey yes. from Skunk Beard. Plus, plus, thumbs up. Oh, that's um, pretty good. So, um, uh, I think that if I was going to give it a, like, out of ten, after doing those two dabs, I'm probably like a seven high. I'm pro- I've... Like I'd say it's like a fucking nine and a half. I hate I hate giving yeah, it yeah, ten, yeah. but nine and a half like on the cleanliness scale. Since yeah. this is the first one, from what I taste, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to do is be able to do this and have the analytical test results as well. Yeah, like, we should have those results here so we can discuss. That's a good point. We'll that do that next compared week. to what we taste, right. you know what I mean, so that we can. Talk about yeah, for how sure. you can taste when shit mm-hmm. isn't right. You know no, you're I mean? right. You're right. And, and I'm sure you can. I've smoked a lot of shit in my life. Oh well, and we you can, can tell like when things haven't been done properly. Listen, maybe maybe this is me getting a little far afield, but I know that my colleagues over at Cannabis in Canada have been doing tests of LP weed, mm-hmm. the licensed producer product. They've mm-hmm. been getting their hands on legitimate from the source licensed producer cannabis, yeah. testing it. The THC content isn't accurate. And it's it's nonsense quality wise. Yeah. I've personally smoked some licensed. Pro- I, me, Ian, have personally smoked yeah. licensed producer cannabis, yeah. and it is poo poo. It, wasn't that it bad. is poo poo. It wasn't that bad. You didn't have the bad one, man. It wasn't that bad though. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> well, it's all it's no. all perspective, right? I mean, yeah. you don't know what's great until you've had it. No, you, you, no, don't, you don't know the he, ceiling. Because what happened was I, I, I mean, no, what, what happened was a place where I just smoke whatever. He, you, Vapor Trails doesn't realize that I I was sitting I here and I tested like an STD or something. It does. I got the VT. <laughs> but hang on, I I tried four different ones from four different licensed producers. Only one of them didn't make me want to kill myself, and that's the one that I said my friend wow. might want. That that's heavy. That's the one that's that you got. It was mm-hmm. the only decent one. So that's you know, let's be real here. Like they were pretty bad. Anyway, this is a this is a little bit of a di- digression. But uh, yeah, do you want to try one of these other shatters, or are we too? For sure. Oh, all right, yeah, let's down, go. Man. All right, let's let's go to that place. Well, I'm saying though, with the, even with the bud, it's all perspective, right? I mean, I only recently got into the higher end mm-hmm. shatters, and now you know, going but before, I'm like, oh, the shatter tastes so good, but it was like. Now okay. I have this, yeah. but I mean, I have this now. Yeah. I go back and try the old stuff. It tastes like, all I can taste is like butane and like yeah. all the extra yeah. garbage that's yeah. in it. For sure. But when I had all that, that's all I had. That's what I thought was awesome. You don't know the better until you've... Oh, absolutely. And that's and that's part of the thrill of paying up is it's like, I, I'm I'm putting a, a Pepsi taste challenge to the, to the people. Yeah. Go to, go find a CGC member, go find one of my member extractors and we'll yeah. give you, there's a list online we can, you can, we can go to... Uh, Canagrowers.ca and find a list yeah. and try any one of our extractors. I don't care which one. I'm not. I'm not biased. Try any one of them, and I dare you to go back to whatever other nonsense you were trying yeah, before. Yeah, dare you? Know, you. I used to think I hated tequila because all uh-huh. I ever had uh-huh. was uh, the Jose. Jose has yeah. a few rough nights there. Yeah. And uh, didn't drink it for years. My brother brought this like mm-hmm. amazing bottle back from uh, Mexico, and. My life has changed. Totally. It's now my favorite hard liquor. Yeah. It's what got me onto hard liquor, man. I had, yeah. Not that I have any, like, I don't drink very yeah. often, but when I do, it tends to be tequila. And, and that's what this stuff is for dabs, right? That's what Skunk Beard and, and our other members that you're going to, we're going to highlight in the coming weeks. That's what it's like. You go, you do this and you go, well, I need to go down. I need to go buy a nice e-nail with a nice titanium spike. And I need to make this my life now because I do this now. Yeah, this I'm is how I want to be. I might be converted to the e-nails. Yeah. Or, it's the convenience. Oh, it's you just, just hot it all the time. Yeah, yeah. you just pick and it up. And it's like not making me 
die here yeah. so much. That was a huge dab. I was worried about that. Yeah, you did well there, <laughs> Big Smoke. Yeah. Good for you. It, uh, you know, the mango juice that we drank didn't really help either, man. That's... I am, uh... I'm really... It's pleasant to be me right now. <laughs> That's it, right? We just we just consumed a lot of cannabis in a very short period of time, yeah. and we're having a perfectly the intelligent power of concentrates. Con right, but yeah. like we're having a, a perfectly lovely conversation. I'm so glad that this is not going to be illegal for much longer, right? Oh like, how God. ridiculous is this? I can't believe the states have started to legalize before us. Right? I never in my life what an thought embarrassment that would of a country. Oh, and I, I talk to politicians all day long, and, and some behind closed doors are usually cool, but and they're the ones who agree to meet with us have been cool so far, but the, there's a lot of ducking my meeting requests. There's a lot of cowardice. No one wants to talk about weed yet, right? Yeah. It's still ha-ha-ha, tee-hee-hee to these people. Yeah. And it's like, come on, people. This is a $5 billion industry. Mm -hmm. Get your head around that. Like, this is a big game we're talking about. We need to have a serious conversation about what we're doing in this country. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not only is it, like... Bare, not if bare, if barely hurting anybody who you, well most people who use it, mm -hmm. it's helping people medically as well. Oh, yeah. Not just like it doesn't hurt the people who use it recreationally, and it helps people medically. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, it? our yeah. president Chad always says, look, it, the reality is it's such an effective tool in so many different forms that no matter even if you're using it recreationally, you're probably helping your health by accident. Yeah, you know <laughs> we're finding now that. The THC plays an interesting role in um, uh, preventing plaque buildup in your brain associated with some neurological diseases. So it's like, yeah. you know, sure, you know, uh, it, you know, the, like it has, you know, it makes you stoned or whatever, but mm -hmm. it's also probably preventing Alzheimer's by accident. So congratulations. That was nice. Yeah. The medical system will thank us in 30 years. Exactly. Oh. Plus, I get to feel like this and watch Netflix. <laughs> my whole entertainment budget for the month is like eight bucks. It's really effective. Yeah, it's recently updated to the Show Me as well. I mm -hmm. got everything. It's all at once. Yeah, yeah, that's some good stuff. Uh, hey there, Vapor Trail. You want to try this other one? No, I'm you, pretty you, good. You well, go. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, just I'll do, do it. Just a little. I'll just do it. Okay. This is Skunk Beard's Hashberry, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Um. And it is like all of his other products, clear as glass, just this beautiful amber color, like a gemstone. It is like a gemstone. And, um, you know, just, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, pure terpenes and cannabinoids and deliciousness. None of that other nonsense. Mmm. So I think we're going to have pictures of all of this on the uh, the web, uh, the whatever blog format we pick between. Just get between. a taste. Yeah. Really tastes really good. Yeah, doesn't it? But whatever whatever blog. Now that one, that one tastes fruity. This one? Yes. Yes. Like that one really tastes. This is fruity. a berry. That's like it's, yeah. I don't know why it's berry, but it's a good name for well, it's it. A, it's a cross between a one. One strain it's because of the strain, strain of the and the berry strain gives it those flavors. There you so go. all of the things that end in berry will have that fam that familiar. So how do some marijuana strains get the berry? Well, do we know about that. Yeah, do so we know like there's there's two big parts of the story. <laughs> One is like the name is derived. It's almost like horse lineages, where it's like the genetic origins. Like they create names, like the space mm -hmm. monkey we we're talking about yeah. being Wookie yeah, and yeah, Gorilla yeah. Group, right? So that's kind of part of it, and. Uh, where the taste comes from, like why a berry will have a berry taste and others genetically related to it might catch that, 
is because um, the genetics are what's expressing the flavor through the terpenes. Mm. And I know you hate that word. You hate the word terp. <laughs> no, no. But but that's it's that's a what, fine word. It, but what what happens is a combination of. <laughs> I was just talking to a huge plant nerd, uh, Travis, um, the other day about this. Actually, he was mm -hmm. going just going into beautiful detail about this. But it's a combination of the genetics of the plant giving it a predisposition to make certain tastes. So it might yeah. make a more lemony taste, like a yeah. lemon haze, or it might make a a berry taste, or a pine taste, or yeah. any of those tastes that you're familiar with in good weed, right? Um, but the other factor is the environment. So he was saying you could take the same pink OG or whatever, pink kush, excuse me, and you could plant it in BC and get a very particular <coughs> BC pink kush kind of flavor. Because mm -hmm. uh, of weather pattern. Because of just the BC-ness of BC. Just the error. Exactly. What, yeah. what, the, what the winemakers would call terroir, the idea that the local environment informs the yeah, taste. You take that exact same strain of cannabis, genetically identical, even a clone, and you take yeah. it to Ecuador, you're going to get an Ecuadorian pink kush, which is entirely different. Yeah. And that was part of, of the story he was saying, is that it's, it, when we take this shit back out into the sunlight, it's gonna be different. It's yeah. gonna be different. Like it just is, in, is that just <coughs> in like outdoor growing? Yeah, or, yeah. Because if you're inside, it would be the same, right? Like hydroponics is hydroponics. Ex anyway. Well, that that'll be part of it. But, but even the water's then, like, coming from yeah, water, place, air right? pressure, yeah. even like yeah. like the weirdest. Because our man. tap water and France's tap water. Yeah, it's two different tap. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. It's not like it's the same tap. And true. you're you're at a different elevation, so the air has a different pressure, and like even the air as it comes in the filter, it's gonna have certain microparticles, pollens, all randomness. Yeah. You know, you know, it's just so well, complicated. Well, you could go right into the energy of the planet if you wanted. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? but 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 the the point is that plant genetics are incredibly <laughs> complicated, and we do not entirely understand them. Yeah. Like all of the stuff that goes into plant agriculture, which is why. The whole LP thing is such a joke because mm -hmm. they're trying to just take like well, it just, forty it just years ridiculous. of agriculture it's... and just like cram it into this like ridiculous giant mm -hmm. factory farm. I mean, some of them are doing some okay work. I will say that, mm -hmm. but most of them are just trying to be like, we'll just make a giant climate controlled box and put like hydroponics in well, it. It'll be fine. They're like, doing it like robots. Yeah, exactly. And that's not what humanity. The way that we will progress further is by doing like what we know and learning and trying to do better at it and that's been going on in BC with weed forever. Yeah, exactly. We fucking love to smoke that shit out here so people growing it for like... If it ain't broke, don't fix yeah, it. Yeah, right? probably like, over a hundred years, yeah, I imagine. I'm sure, I'm sure you know what I mean? For both though, I mean like, it's like, you know, having a... Uh, like Budweiser versus some micro yeah. brew well, or something. Yeah, well this is... Exactly. This has like, always been my argument. Exactly. buy like the pre-packaged package yeah. joints you can buy mm -hmm. People yeah. like myself are going to want to buy the, the bud itself and grind it up and roll yeah, it myself so exactly. I know exactly what's and, going in. And, you know, eventually they'll be they'll be growing some skunky, poopy, half-ruderalis-ass, you know, well, factory weed. It'll and be it'll, be, like, it'll be just like booze. Exactly. In a way that Cheap and shitty. Or cigarettes. So much, cigarettes there's so much market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pipe tobacco. There's so much market there. There's room for everybody. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? But I just know that they, they can't compete too. with my members on no, taste, and that's the, that's the well, fear. That's the those. issue, right? Right? They can't because they well, know they con can't compete on product. Yeah. No one no, in BC will buy that stuff. We'll be like the France. Like no one's selling fucking box wine well, in France. You know? There'll be price differences. Oh yeah, of course. But People buy box wine in France, but that's because it's two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> like, yeah, but their box wine is better than our box. Right? That's the difference. But that's what I'm saying. The market is so big that like there's room for everyone. And the more yeah. minds that are working onto this yeah, shit yeah. for the right reasons, the better it'll get. Oh, listen, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm right now having this this. I'm gonna connect uh, uh, an MMAR grower that I know who's really into sunlight growing with a. LP grower that I've recently met and, and started chatting with who's really into sunlight growing. They're both fanatical about it. I'm going to get them together and have a conversation about the tech, right? Like, yeah. how do we move there? Because if you're about patience and, and keeping medical cannabis as cheap and readily available as possible, then sunlight growing is the future because yeah. that's where the price comes down, right? If you are uh, just a weed nerd who believes that there's something about the natural agriculture of like the Humboldt Valley that makes San Francisco weed that, that particular kind of beautiful, you know, because you really believe in that biome, that stuff, yeah. then sun growing it is also the future. Because then when Vancouver's weed, when the BC bud goes back out into the wild, yeah. then it's going to be real BC bud. And it's not going to be Surrey basement bud, you know what I mean? It's going to be BC bud. And I'm <laughs> Sorry. excited for that. So uh, I, I, was, <laughs> I was just picturing driving down the, the like Highway 1 or whatever and like driving by a canola field, but it's just all... Just bud. weed, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fucking... Like, I, I, not only does can you smoke the best of it, but the worst of it can be turned into paper. Yeah, and, yeah. And all hemp, sorts of hemp shit. Hemp has all like, this agriculture. Be used. Yeah. Properly, you know what I well, mean? Well, hemp, like, hemp also produces CBD, so you can yeah. extract that and give it to children for epilepsy and yeah. save that, you know. Yeah. It's just ridiculous how many it's practical right there. uses there are that are so close. I had a conversation with, um, I won't say anything identifying, but it was someone who worked in a ministry of agriculture, and I won't even say if it's, if it's provincial or federal government. I'm going to protect this guy entirely. But he basically said, one of our legitimate concerns is, once it's legal... Everyone will stop making any kind of food or anything else <laughs> and only grow totally. weed. He literally said this. He's like, we yeah. kind of are like, how do we protect ALR land? Because like soon all the cranberries will be gone and it'll just be weed. Yeah. Because why? It's so well, useful for rope and cloth and, and paper yeah. and uh, oil well, and all yeah. this stuff, right? That like it's kind of, it's going to make a shitload of money. Supply and demand. I mean, someone will crash the market, but then that you want that to happen, right? Well, the thing is, if it's going to get into big agriculture like that, it'll have to work its way into the system, which will take time, and maybe it will be like that at first. Well, be like boom, but then people are still going to want their corn, right? So mm -hmm. like, but so it'll probably oh, just there was, like this is what happened in Washington State. The there was a huge boom in the production, prices tanked, all these guys yeah. went bankrupt, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, God, do we do we need to talk about production quotas like we do for? dairy and stuff like I don't oh, yeah. like that because I don't well because I don't want to make the price more expensive for the consumer and that's not fair to the, especially if you're a medical patient right so you'd have to like make exemptions for that or whatever but I just like worry about this this marketplace just destroying itself in an orgy of growing because it becomes easy especially mm. with this whole ruderalis thing the other kind of cannabis that is like really easily pollinates out in the wild and can it and it has it produces no THC and the genetics are really stupid so it's just like a it just like kudzu, you know. It just goes everywhere and ruins the local it's wild. It's like the GMO of yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It's the same. No, it is. It is. It's exactly yeah. like that. It's the same concern, and it's happening in California. In fact, there's been like like punch up violence in the weed patches <laughs> over this, where someone's beautiful, you know, Humboldt shit will get ruined Getting by some assholes by, by some ruderalis, right? So I worry about just everyone planting seeds willy nilly and like, you know, I don't want to sound like the man, right? Because that's exactly what we're fighting against. But like. Yeah. 
I hope we do this right, people. I hope we all have a conversation as the growing yeah. community about how to do this ed- with the well, education. Well, that's the whole point about talking about it right now. Exactly. We feel that it's already being done right. Right it's now, just like yeah. The right people have to yeah. come out of, the, be able to come out of the closet yeah. and be like, yeah, we're doing, we're, we're doing, doing this, this and we've been doing, doing it forever, this and this is why we do it, and yeah, and just share you know, their knowledge, absolutely, share their knowledge and the reasons. This because is what I mean, people want. Please do it. Yeah, and and I can't tell you the number of conversations I have where with like a master grower, and I'll say to them like, you know, oh, blah blah blah, do you have a sativa? And they'll be like, oh God, no, I'm looking for a really good sativa seed right now, and I just wish that I could get my hands on some, and they're like. You know, five days later, I'm having a conversation with a master sativa grower, and he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I got seeds." And it's like, how am I now the the only person linking growers? You know what I mean? Like, it's just so weird that they're not already talking to each other. Yeah. And like, do you think there'd be some sort of community? Well, it's but I guess it's the competition. Ill- 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 yeah, exactly. And the competition. It's, competition. it's also the whole like, well, how many times do you like fertilize? And like, you know, what's your mix ratio? And like, do you stir to the right or you stir to the left? Well, like all yeah, that nonsense course. that also goes on, right? Like. Well, I suppose it's like brewing, though. I mean, people have their secret yeah, recipes, yeah, and they don't want to necessarily share it. Sure, but there's also the basics, right? Of like, you but know, the matter of the business. I mean, yeah, there should be some sort of. Uh, well, that's group. what we're doing at yeah. CGC, right? Like, if that's the coolest part, is that we have these networking events where where you know the dispensaries are there, the 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 growers are there, and they're able to just have an honest conversation about what's going on and 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 share ideas and stuff and. Uh, it, it's it's helping to, to foster these kind of communication. It's all, all the sharing. It's really cool. It's yeah. it's so nice that we're finally there. And I know that there's some government bureaucrat or, or police officer right now listening to this podcast going, aha, he just admitted to it. But it's like, come on, man, we're about to legalize. We need to get our shit in order before day one. Yeah, right? Like, did, did anyone see what happened in Colorado? All these businesses start making $10,000 cash a day, and it's illegal for them to have a fucking bank account. <laughs> so you know you've got piles of cash lying around and like yeah. armed robbery going on yeah, everywhere it's like this is what we're trying to prevent let us have these conversations for the next six months so we can sort this shit out for god's sakes please i'm begging you mr trudeau if you're listening to this <laughs> just give us a little space for the next few months so we, we're not all just running around like idiots yeah. the conversation is starting and it's so beautiful just please let us have it you know fuck <laughs> that's my rant number two of the day <laughs> there it is folks well, I mean, it is my job to rant about politics all the time. That's uh, pretty good for an episode, don't you think, Gus? Yeah, well, I think we can call it a day there. So I'm, I'm high I've as I've been fuck. talking a yeah. long time. Yeah, super high, man. <laughs> yeah. Just want to thank everyone for joining us here on Absolutely. our, our maiden episode of... First, our virgin of... voyage of yeah. uh, Extractly. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much to Scotty at Skunkbeard for providing this fantastic space yeah. monkey and all these other... I'm, I can't feel my face. Yeah, all, there's a lot of samples. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the email, too. The email is fantastic. Email uh, e-nail.ca yeah. is where you can pick it up. Nick it was at 249 rate. or 250 yeah. To, yeah, and it's, it's well really good. It. Well Absolutely. worth it. Easy yeah. to use. Yeah. Beautiful thing. So we'll see you next week. Well, we won't see you, but we'll you'll hear us next week when we talk more about extracts, in the marijuana industry, yeah. the legalization of yeah. such, and the, coming the devices weeks. that we may smoke through. Mm-hmm. The coming weeks, we're going to be reviewing devices. We're going to be having um, extractors coming on the show and talking about their craft. And uh, if you've got questions, please email them to us so we can ask them. We'd if... love to hear from you out yep. there. Any questions or comments or things you'd like to hear about yep. on the show? Yep. Any, any question, like questions you have about devices or 
what's going into things, processes, anything you need to know about, we can yeah. answer it for you on our show. Uh, where our, most of us, I think, are available on Twitter and email. So yeah, all, all tweet, tweet at us, email us, pigeon carrier us. Uh, all of our information you know? uh, is Cat available. Might get the pigeon. All of our all of our contact information for all of our social media, etc., is available on our website on uh, cannabislifenetwork.com, and you can find all of our our, our, our bios and backgrounds and everything on there. And a whole there. bunch of other stuff. On yeah, there, but it'll be oh, there'll be pictures of shatter, videos, all kinds of really cool. I think content. eventually we are going to add a video element to the yes. to the podcast, and also um, if you stay. Tuned, I think that we're working on having some sort of extract contest. Yes, which I'm very there's excited for. pretty exciting. That's all we can say for now. Yeah, an extract off, if you yeah, will. Yeah, an extract off. It might like a weird mini cannabis cup that accidentally just happened on our show. So we're excited to talk about that, and uh, thank you very much for joining us. Get to the bubble. Hey stoners, thanks for listening to another episode of Extract Me. If you enjoyed the show, you can download the full episode on iTunes. To find out more about us, visit CannabisLifeNetwork.com and be sure to hit us up on our social media at CannabisLifeNet. Until next time, dabbers, smoke till you choke and stay high till you die.